Devon Review with Brad Hardware. Welcome along to our look back on some alternative stories from the past week. I'm Brad Hardware and here's what's coming up. David Williams' story, The Billionaire Boy, is coming to Theatre Royal Plymouth. The billionaire boy himself explained what it's like taking a story from a page to the stage and how the story's evolved. We also spoke to comedian Paddy Jervis, who's part of the duo Johnny and the Baptists, about their current nationwide tour, including venues in Devon this summer. Finally, we'll look at how Southam's District Council plans to put solar panels in all its leisure centres, the potential savings it could bring, and how the council could make money too. Devon Review with Brad Hardware. Now, actor Matthew Gordon, who plays the billionaire boy in David Williams' West End hit, told us all about the show coming to Plymouth Theatre Royal. He also told us about how he's prepared for the role, how the show's evolved over time, and how he finds connecting with an audience pre compared to post-pandemic. Can you tell me a little bit about Billionaire Boy? Billionaire Boy, it's uh, adapted from a very popular David Williams book, which has done a great series. It was, uh, there's Gangster Granny, Demon Dentist, Mr. Stink. But the the story of Billionaire Boy essentially concerns this young boy called um, Joe Spud. He's 12 years old. I play him myself. And he's the son of a uh, newly minted billionaire who's made his fortune from this highly inventive loo roll called Bomb Fresh. They both came from nothing. His dad used to work in a loo roll factory, wrapping the the paper around the cardboard tubes, and now he's come up with this idea. So a few years later, they are enormously rich. They've got a big mansion. He's got, I think, £100,000 in pocket money every week, all these toys and gadgets. But the one thing he doesn't have is a friend. And so he concocts this plan to ask his dad to set him up in this nearby comprehensive school in the hopes of pretending to be a normal boy and finding that genuine friend that he's looking for. And from that, you get huge adventure with lots of the sort of comedy you'd expect from David Walliams with sort of a grotesque characters like Mrs. Trafe, the dinner lady, and the Grub twins, the bullies. Uh, but also this, uh, this nice uh, heartwarming centre that I think really holds the piece together. And I, I really uh, warmed to that when I approached it. So how have you prepared for the role of Joe Spud? Yeah, so it was an interesting one because, of course, for myself, now I'm in adulthood, I'm in my 20s. So approaching a 12-year-old was quite interesting because I found, but when I spoke about it in the past, it's quite hard, actually, even though you've been 12, it's hard to remember what that experience was actually like. So we did a lot of talking, me and the director, Neil, um, about what the mindset was, how children are different to how we grow to become. Because I think as adults, we hide our intentions, we put up blocks, we put up walls and we play kind of uh, complex games with each other. But children, especially on that turn, it's just before he's become a teenager. Everything is so pure that that feeling of wanting companionship and friendship is so uh, from the heart. And so I tried to make Joe as open as possible. There's a few of those little reservations and there's things that bother him but they themselves the all the emotion is pure so any anger that's expressed in the show any sadness everything has to be heightened alongside that the the technical aspects you know lightening my voice um the physicality kind of creating that unease and that still finding what are these limbs and what do they do and all that sort of stuff um so that's how we kind of approached it and obviously i've played the part now for intermittently three years so the more I've put it in front of audiences the more you learn how they respond to certain moments and that I think has helped me kind of uh, ease into the role gradually over time and 
And now it feels every time I come back, the show just gets stronger and stronger. And now we're in this brilliant position where I'm really feeling much more depth in that show with with the audience and that's a great thing to feel. That's Matthew Gordon, the billionaire boy, talking to Radio X's Mitty James. Now we've got a combination of music and comedy this week as we spoke to Paddy Jervis from duo Johnny and the Baptists. He told us about their latest tour, Dance Like It Never Happened, where he tells the story of anger, denial, depression and acceptance and expressing them through a veil of joyful and fantastical songs alongside member Johnny Donahoe. Radio X's Joe Jenner caught up with him to find out more. Who are Johnny and the Baptists? Johnny the Baptists are me, uh, myself, and uh, one of my best friends, Johnny Donahoe. And we're a sort of a double act musical comedy theatre troupe. Yeah, we're, we're sort of two best friends who ended up doing shows and uh, and oddly continue to do so. So what do your shows involve? Our shows are usually um, uh, largely a mix of storytelling and songs, traditionally dealing with politics and particularly over the, the, shall we say, rocky last decade. Uh, but now we try to sort of uh, point our shows at things that, I don't know, are on people's minds. And so at the moment, that is uh, grief and uh, trauma and collective sort of uh, disaster, I guess might be a good way to put it. Um, and we try and tackle things like that in a, I was about to say lighthearted, but no, it can get pretty bleak sometimes. Um, in a fun way, in a fun theatre comedy way with uh, guitars and singing and sort of sort of arguing and bickering. The the stuff that's going on in Ukraine at the minute, has that sort of made its way into any of your songs or your shows at all? Watching the world sort of relentlessly uh, hammer itself and everyone within it hammer each other um, sort of lends itself to more an attitude of a show rather than a specific bit of material or something like that like i think maybe the johnny and the baptist of five years ago would have immediately been like right we've got to write a song about this specific thing and these these events that are happening whereas interestingly with the fast-paced nature of of how quickly how quickly things can go from bad to worse and then the next week that worse is incomparably small and compared to what's awful you know the next day or um I feel like the attitude of a spiraling kind of global panic and uh, and I don't know sense of sadness and fear is present throughout the show. So I think you will feel current events within the show without us necessarily having to specify that that's what we're talking about. If that makes sense. So you're doing quite a few dates in Devon this year. And what venues are you doing? Well, uh, we're doing our brand new show, which is called Dance Like It Never Happened, um, which is, uh, it actually began life as a show in 2019. We were going to tour it uh, in 2020. And then obviously the tour got cancelled four times uh, and we had to rewrite it um, a lot to make it slightly more relevant to to the big things um, so uh yes we uh we made a big album in lockdown and then we were like right as soon as the pandemic's over we'll take this on the road and uh, lo and behold two and a half years later here it is um so yeah we're coming to devon on um we're coming to devon yeah next week oh my god on the 13th of april wednesday uh we're going to be in plymouth at the plymouth drum uh for four whole days we'll be there wednesday thursday friday saturday uh doing that show and uh, and then I believe in June, June 12th, Sunday, we're going to be in Exeter um, doing the show at the Phoenix there as well. So that is that is many Devon opportunities to <laughs> to come and catch a show that I would describe as a cross between a very well constructed 
uh, comedy narrative and an, a total breakdown <laughs> uh, live. That's Paddy Jervis of Johnny and the Baptist talking to Radio X's Joe Jenner there. Now with a focus on staying healthy and saving the planet, One Devon Council has come up with a novel idea of putting solar panels on all its leisure centres. Not only will it cut costs for the leisure centres in the South Hams, but it could actually help the council make some money in the process. Philip Cherm has all the details. Fusion Lifestyle is employed to run all four leisure centres across the South Hams. They've needed to work closely with the council, especially throughout the pandemic, when their income was hit by a huge drop in footfall. And only last week, councillors agreed to fund a shortfall of over a quarter of a million pounds of the leisure management fee in 2021-22. But now Fusion and the council have come up with an idea to save money and save the environment. Solar panels are to be fitted to all four leisure centres and councillors have agreed a loan of up to half a million pounds to Fusion Lifestyle to help them do it. It's thought the panels will cut carbon emissions of the centres by an equivalent of 131 tonnes of carbon dioxide, which is the same as the annual energy emissions of 38 homes. At the meeting of Southam's District Council Executive on Thursday, Lib Dem Councillor for Stokenham, Julian Brazil, said it was a great idea. I hope that we, this is just the start of a lot more. Um, you know, I think that if you look at the returns that we're going to get on it uh, and have the whole thing paid off over a relatively short time compared to other loans that we make, uh, I mean, I think this is a win-win situation. We're, we're reducing our carbon output and actually the council's going to make some get a return on that investment so so i i I i'm hoping that this is just the start of many ventures like this chairing the meeting conservative council leader councillor judy pierce insisted the main beneficiaries would be the leisure centers and the council was not trying to profit from the arrangement and councillor pierce who represents salcombe and thelston added that in rural areas such as the southampton ideas to help reduce climate change could go much further and suggested more could be done on the region's farms i do think that as part of our um, job as a council we could encourage farmers in particular to put solar panels on their barn roofs because if you travel around the continent you will see that barn roofs are used a lot for solar panels um, and generate quite a lot of electricity. Like many local authorities, Southampton has declared a climate emergency but also noted how the pandemic considerably reduced CO2 output by staff as they stayed at home rather than travelled into work. In fact, the saving in reduced travel alone was calculated to be the same as the carbon emissions for around 66 homes for a year. As well as cutting carbon emissions, the council has also committed to increasing biodiversity and wildlife with a number of rewilding projects. That's Philip Sherm talking about plans to put solar panels on leisure centres in the South Hams. Well, that's all for the Devon Review this week. Make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get to your podcasts and we'll be back with another episode next Friday. Take care. Devon Review with Brad Hardware.